All right, hello and welcome to episode 20. I know what episode it is for once of the Game Dev Grid podcast. And we have a returning, returning guest. Um, and he's actually shipping a game right now, going through the pain of like, what's broken? What am I doing? What's wrong with everything? Ah, so Brad from Member of the Alamo, tell us what's going on right now with this shipping of a game. Um, so right now I am shipping on Steam and Oculus. I just got a build approved on Steam, so I can release that in about a week. And I'm working on the getting it up to snuff with the Oculus because they're a little bit more strict than Steam. So I'm having to like gut my project to make the frames per second go up a little bit more. But uh, I'm so empty inside, it's made it real easy to do things like that. <laughs> so tell us like the thing. It's like, all right, you think your game's finished, right? Like my game's finished. And then you go to get in these stores, what happens? Like, what's surprising or what, like, what happens? I mean, I got denied by Steam, like, four times. And I've already gotten, it's the same number with Oculus. And it's just, it's so much, like, little stuff. Because, like, when you go to release your game on Steam, they have just pages and pages and pages of options. So, like, you can just miss little things. Like, I, I had the game set up as, like, VR. It's, it's for VR, but then I didn't have set up that it used VR headsets so that got disapproved so I was like I guess you I thought you would assume I assumed a little bit too much that they would just kind of fill in the blanks but you got to really check your boxes on that and then with the the frames per second yeah I, I definitely wasn't ready for that on Oculus's end because they tested with like an RX 290 and I figured they would have used a little bit better GPU but I guess that's what I got to shoot for so all right, just from now, you're still going through the process. So let's go backwards. So like, all right, now with what you're messing with, what would you do differently um, knowing what you know now just at this point in the process? As far as releasing it, um, I would have gone through and rechecked everything twice, three times. I kind of just like threw it out there and then waited three days and got a denial and then fixed it and then waited three days and got another denial. And like test it on lower end hardware or something too? Like you're saying that other card? Yeah, I should have definitely done that more. I did kind of like a ghetto version. I would just like max out my GPU and pretend that that was like a worse card. But I probably should have hooked up like a test system. Because I mean, I have like a, a 1060 and a 580 lying around that I could have put something together. But there's just so much shit going on that I'm like, I don't want to touch a computer. Yeah, so we should reiterate. So you're doing a game in VR, as people probably figured out so far, but that increases the difficulty, right? And the number of options and like controllers. Talk a little, we were talking privately about the controllers and all the stuff you have to like have it work for. Is that what's going on? Yeah, so I mean, I, I got a HTC Vive and I mainly develop on the Oculus Rift. And so I had originally submitted it using Steam VR controllers. And it kept, get, it kept failing because it doesn't work with the index controllers or the knuckles controllers. I'm not sure what they call them anymore. But I can't figure out how to get that to work because I don't own an index and I don't own that controller. And the VR inputs are just like all over the place. Like they can't agree on a good way to do it. Like I was telling you earlier, like there's like a lot of fighting between Steam and Oculus. Um, about the best and even unity of the best way to implement those VR inputs because of 2020 and unity, they're going to make it to where you, you use their input system and they're going to deprecate all the other ones. So I don't even know how that's going to work out. 
but oh so they all they all have their own standard so then you have to make sure it works with their standard in your code right so i'm using the oculus inputs that's supposed to communicate with open vr which was allegedly going to bring everything together and make it easy to use except for i guess the index which it doesn't work with i don't know i'm trying to figure it out right now i'm on support with like oculus and i'm on their forums and stuff just basically being like please somebody tell me how to fix this <laughs> but yeah so i talked to you previously and you had some error that was holding your stuff up and that was through a unity asset or something you were using um what was that I it was the lot. weapon interaction system or something oh yeah it stopped working for the Vive, and I don't know, what did I do to fix that? You said you were talking like, to the developer, something. I'm, dude, I'm blanking right now. Like that, <laughs> was like a few, that was like a few days ago. Which is like months. It was something, something, oh, oh, oh. It was the fucking, it was a fucking decal system that I added to this weapon system, and for some reason, it was making it only on the HTC Vive, it was making my gun shoot like, a million times even though it's only supposed to shoot once so whatever code was in my like decal system that i added was just fucking stuff up but it was only coming up when it was on the vibe on the oculus it would work perfectly fine so i just gutted that and now i'm using some basic decal system See, but the, all, all the minimalist programmers are like that's why you should never use assets you don't <laughs> know what their code is doing right I mean, I get it, but uh, but dude, even when you code yourself, you you can not know what your code is doing too. So it's just oh like, yeah, you know, if you don't organize it right, but that's something I've heard a lot. But I mean, on the upside, you can get if the developers are nice, they'll like help you, right? Oh yeah, and if you're good at being annoying, they'll eventually just be like, okay, let me just fix this for you. Yeah, being persistent rather than some people might just like give up, right? Like my game's doomed, I quit. Yeah, if you just keep spamming their Discord with your question, someone will like eventually just answer it. Yeah, and that's a good resource. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's awesome that we even have Discords now, right? Like, a lot of the oh, assets yeah. I use of a Discord, yeah, and you go in there, and I mean, it's not instantaneous, but I mean, we're lucky right. that we can have some kind of 24-hour line or somehow, you know, with the developers. Yeah, especially because forums, people don't even really look at those anymore. Yeah. So what, how long has this process been since you're like, all right, it's done. I'm going till now. And how long will it go before it's like in the stores and like for sale? And everything? I mean, I just got approved for steam so I could launch it in like six days. Cause it has to be, you have to have two weeks of it saying coming soon in the steam store before you can launch it. And that's separate from them approving your build to make sure it's not, malware or anything like that or that it actually runs um so i'm hoping to get it out within like a week or so and you did all your achievements and all that stuff i have the achievements done i need to work more on making them trigger but a lot of them are really simple like i kind of i mean i literally threw in the achievements like a few days ago so they're not super crazy but i know people really like those so yeah, and it seems like something that can add a lot of value and like replay, but it doesn't really take much at all, but just some words and some images, really, right? That's what they are? Yeah, I mean, I, I personally don't really care about them, but 
it was actually fun to do it because like I can make little jokes within the achievements. Yeah, it but, seems to me like, yeah, it's something for us. It's just like really easy to do. It's just being creative and writing some text and get some images. But yeah, it can add a lot of replay value and stuff. Yeah, but then I have to make sure it works for the Steam store and the Oculus store, which are two separate things. And like the Oculus store will reject your build if it has Steam anything in it. Like you have to start deleting stuff to... Really? Oh, so how are you doing that? Like, how are you handling? Do you have two separate projects for the two separate builds, or you just do build different build outputs and strip code out? How the fuck do you do that? I've just been going in and deleting the Open VR plugin in the plugins folder on the uh -huh. build, and that's they've been accepting that. So I think that works. But I think if I added in like Steamworks stuff that was like communicating with Steam, it would get rejected and it might even just crash i don't know i don't know what would happen okay. but that tends to be the case so there's the oculus store see i didn't even know that i thought the the stuff on oculus was sold through steam so it's our separate store separate store yeah okay and is it why is oh because because valve makes their own vr thing is that why they're competitors is that why dude i don't know like i was reading about it i guess there's like some drama or something where they were originally sharing code with each other to try and like build up the VR community. But then like one of them got pissed or something. It, it was really dramatic what I was reading. And I was just like, please, just someone figure this out. <laughs> please. Yeah, Where that seems stuff? weird. Cause it's like, isn't Oculus just another platform? Like, I mean, Steam has games for like all platforms and huh, that seems strange to me. But yeah, I mean, if you have like an Oculus Rift, you can play every VR game. But if you have a Vive, you can't get into the Oculus store without using a program that basically tricks your computer into thinking you have a rift. So since you're in this process and you know, you've hit some, hit some difficulties as going, what would be to your advice that like, you know, I haven't put a game on steam yet. Um, what would you tell people that are coming up on doing some steam release? Like your advice being, being in the muck right now. Um, don't do VR. <laughs> uh, I guess just make sure you pay attention to every little thing because it'll make you, especially if you're like planning on like a tight deadline and you like screw up one little checkbox, it'll get bounced back. and It'll take like three or four days. So be loose with your deadline. So if it's not, can't be like, well, I'm going to release on this date because I'm going to go to GDC or whatever. Like you just kind of have to be free with the deadlines. Right. I mean, it might be less strict with a non-VR game, but with, with VR, they've for sure been, like, very strict on, like, the settings, which, I mean, it makes sense, so. And, I mean, there's other stuff involved, right? Like, you can, but you're not supposed to sell stuff on Steam as your individual. You're supposed to start up an LLC or a corporation here in the States, um, so you got to do that, right? Yes, I did that, like, a year ago. So I guess things like that, you should start an LLC. You should figure out where the money's going to go because you'll need a bank and a routing number. Um, Is that what Steam does? It just, you hook, hook up a bank account? Yeah, you just hook up a bank account. But then you also have to give like a tax ID. I think you have yeah. to have one of those. Um, just make sure your artwork is in order. Like they give out, uh, they'll have like a zip file full of like their recommended art sizes because they're, Algorithms will automatically place your art on the store depending on which ones they have. 
So make sure that stuff is in order. Get your trailer done. Make sure it's all ready to go. And then with the wish list thing, because right now it's like when before it's for sale, you have to because you know I've been watching the GDC videos and they're like, get your wish list up as soon as possible when you. So of course you can you see actually who's wish listing it or you just see the numbers of people. You can just see the numbers of people. I don't think you can see who wish listed. Okay. But I have gotten quite a few emails from. Uh, they seem like Russian scammers that want keys for my game. So I guess, I guess I've made it. <laughs> to what? What are they saying? They'll review it or something? They're like, yeah, we will we will review your game. Just send us 10 keys, please. We will not resell in our we own not. online store. <laughs> We're very honest people. <laughs> Do you have this in Russian? Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's too bad. No, we will buy it. We will download <laughs> it and convert it to Russian. Yeah. Well, that's one thing. Are you doing that? Like the localization? Have you been doing that stuff? Uh, no. Because no. uh, I was looking at that. You know, there's a bunch, of course, uh, both myself and Brad. He probably, he's probably the bigger um, Unity Asset Store addict than me. But <laughs> I'm a big Unity Asset Store addict. So I was looking at all the cool uh, localization assets and thinking like, oh, it'd be great if I just get one of these. It'll only take me five minutes. But I mean, that's a thing, though, too, right? For Steam, like, bigger audience. Yeah, I... I don't know how that works. I mean, I don't have a lot of text, like at all. So I think it would be pretty oh. easy. Yeah, just that for, like, would be the menu easy. items. Yeah. From, oh, sorry. From what I was seeing, it's just like if you have text in your game, it's just like this little component or script that attaches to where text is, and then you just have a setting somewhere in your game that says a language, and then it loads the text, you know, based on the language that you choose. So it's pretty simple. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's something I'll definitely have to look into. I mean, who knows, man? People might really like your game in, you know, Russia or like Sweden or something. So, well, they well, speak English in Sweden. Well, yeah, they better learn English if they really <laughs> love it. <laughs> oh, dude, you could use that for your own marketing. Be like, it's not localized at all. Learn English, bitch. <laughs> speak yeah, American like or get else. Out. <laughs> yeah, speak American or get out. Yeah, I was taught like marketing. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. Like, because I was talking to my wife earlier about like what you know, how you can do stuff to market for yourself. Like, just the name of something. You know, if you name something the right way, it'll market itself. Versus you have to spend all this money on Facebook ads. But what are your thoughts about that? Like, how are you going to market it? Like, what's your thing? Um, I'm just gonna kind of do the cringy Reddit thing, which I don't really find cringy anymore now that I'm like what soulless. Is that? Where you like post on Reddit, you'd be like I worked on this for like three years and like I, I do thirty years. Thirty years. <laughs> I lost eight of my wives. Yeah, I've been um, building this game. I spent eighty million dollars. I just really hope you guys like it because I'm really proud of it. <laughs> Dude, does, does that work? I watched that video, man, and that guy was saying <laughs> that he said like he had an analyst that went through and was like, these are the threads that get clicked on are the ones where you talk about time and where you talk about like how much work it took and i thought that was stupid but now i'm just like fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna say it all so like pity marketing oh yeah just real real pity and i kind of i'm thinking of doing it like oh i saw that this was the best way to do this so i worked on this 
for three years and like I lost my job during it because of the corona and this is this is all I got. Like I'm gonna go all all out. Dude, wear a neck brace like in your um, <laughs> in your marketing videos. <laughs> yeah. I broke my neck from leaning over. From the VR. The VR was so heavy. But it's safe. Oh, because you wore it for so long, for so many hours straight developing this, because you love people and everyone and you wanted to make it for them. Yeah, yeah I just want to make them smile. Yeah, it broke your neck. Cause yeah. like for them. So they broke your neck. I'm not saying you broke my neck, but I am. You don't even have to like play it. I just need the money for my hospital bills. <laughs> Dude, like that would that could be a marketing angle, like a like a parody, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of doing. Just like making it so cheesy. Yeah, you know, when trends push, you know, so far in one direction, then like people get sick of it and then you have to kind of go back in the other direction, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, the cycles work like that. So yeah, I mean, I've got the trailer done. So like, I'm just gonna, once it's on the store, I'm gonna just kind of just do, start posting to all the subreddit and stuff. Which I don't, I mean, I don't, I've heard that's not the best way to do it, but I think that's what'll work for me. It's just like, here it is. You can go buy it like right now. Play it right now. Yeah, because I know like the normal thing people do, they probably take out like Facebook ads, right? And put a bunch of money in ads and try to shove it in front of people. Yeah, I've heard people do Instagram ads, but I'm just like not familiar with those social platforms. So I'm just hoping it'll sell by word of mouth and like, I mean, I'm, that's not the only thing. I, like, I've put a lot of work into the trailer. I put a lot of work into like the the gifs and stuff that are on the the game and the screenshots and all that. Yeah, it's all about. I'm not some expert. I've read some books or whatever, but it's all about being remarkable. You know, like doing stuff to make people talk about it. So it's like, you know, what can we do to present our stuff in a way that people talk about it? So it kind of just you know markets itself. Yeah, and that's kind of the mindset I went into with the trailer. I mean, you were even helping me like cut it down to make it to where it's just like balls to the wall the second you hit play. Well, I come from the movie world, and that's what they do. They're yeah. Like, people have no attention span, so like you let them sit, they'll get fucking bored and go do something else. So. Dude, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't throw enough anime boobs in there, though. I've seen in VR... I was telling you off off the this thing. I was I don't know where I found it. Some subreddit, but it's like some game where you like fight dudes, and then you go to like a tent, and then you grope anime boobs like with your yeah. VR gloves. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, "Is this a thing?" And then I, I guess it is. So yeah, dude, you, did you need to put some some boobs groping for the for the you know the straight man, and then maybe some balls groping for the gay <laughs> man, or like maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's a little late to be adding things like that. No, dude, good do it. It's worth it. <laughs> Don't even add it. Just put it in the marketing. <laughs> Just like, oh, there's balls. Ground well, you know balls. something? Like, again, I'm not some expert. I've done a bunch of stuff. But do you remember the Blair Witch Project? Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. So it was this movie in the 90s, I believe. <clears throat> and it was the internet was around, but it was still just new. And it was this movie, I think it was like the first famous found footage movie, which became found footage. But the, the novelty was that people thought it was real, like in the way it was marketed, right? Yeah. And um, I knew it wasn't real because I saw an interview with the actors and some film shit I was reading because I was making films. But I was like, oh, maybe it's cool. I'll go see it, right? 
So I got in the theater and I was watching it. And like after five minutes, I'm like, oh my God, this is garbage. And then all I could think in my head was like, hey, they could, they said anything they could to get my money. They got my money. I'm in the theater. That's all they care about. You know, like right. marketing, just present, you know, that's why the whole movie's in the trailer or whatever. Tell your lies, do your bullshit just to get people's money. And then, you know, if you're a douche, like whatever happens after that, you don't care. But I mean, there is a lot to say about like, presenting it in a way even if it's not in your thing so balls and boobs everywhere yeah what does that have to do with balls (laughs) i was saying you could have that in your marketing but it's not in the game like, oh dude you gotta unlock it (laughs) okay oh i get i got it now (laughs) you're like oh dude yeah it's an unlockable man you gotta play the game for eighty thousand hours dude on your steam and then it unlocks it we had it but steam wouldn't let it man they were the balls had physics. It was great. You just keep up in the hours. Yeah, dude, you got to play it 100,000 hours. And then that's how you unlock it, dude. It's an achievement. Fuck, how long have you played? He's like, dude, I'm dying from playing your game so much. Sorry, man. Yeah. So clearly don't listen to me about marketing stuff. <laughs> Though, has anybody done that yet? Had like it a fucking achievement that takes like a thousand years? I mean, that would be marketing. You know, that would be remarkable. Oh, the impossible achievement. Yeah, dude, you should do it. And then someone will hack their PC to speed the clock up like times a thousand and then do it and then make a video and it'll get a million views. Yeah, but then you'll have to deal with the people who are like crazy about achievements. Like, I can't believe you did this. <laughs> Good, though. They're, they're talking about it. Yeah, you're right. Let's just piss those guys off. Well, it's, it, dude, it's <laughs> remarkable, you know, like... I was I have to form an LLC because I'm lagging for my stuff for my game, and so I'm just throwing names around, and I was throwing around some highly controversial names with my wife, and she's like, "No, you should never name anything that ever." And I was like, "But it's <laughs> controversial. See, it made you react. Like it don't make people react. It's legal." But um, what were you doing like Hitler LLC? Like what were you? Doing? I, I can't I can't talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> okay, but something that would be instantly like. What the fuck is this? You know, so it's like, it's remarkable. Yeah. So, and it's like, yeah, no one would do that. But it's like, well, dude, the people who marketed and did cool, crazy marketing, no one else did it or would think of it. And they did it and it worked. Right. You think Coca-Cola wouldn't do that if they had the chance? Like, you're, you're wrong. Yeah, they don't need it. They probably did already. You know, it's just kind of <laughs> hidden. Like, oh, there was a real um, marketing program in the 1930s and 40s in America by the Department of Transportation to get people to wear seatbelts. And the motto was like, when you don't wear a seatbelt, you're riding with Hitler. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, look it up. Look up if you don't wear a seat, like riding with Hitler. And they had all these ads that showed a guy with Hitler in his car. And they were saying, if you didn't put on a seatbelt, then it's like you were riding with Hitler. So obviously that worked back then to market something. Were you just like giving him a ride or like what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you're just being a good Samaritan. No, no. I mean, you know, Hitler, dude. (laughs) So um, you can drive him right to jail. No, you're like going wherever. (laughs) Drive with. Yeah. Yeah. When you ride alone, you ride with Hitler. It was a. Uh. Unprecedented government government campaign to urge the public to conserve resources, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can see the image. It's, it's pretty funny. The Office of Pro- 
right, blah, blah, blah. But that was a real thing, and it worked in 1943. So Nice. Put that in the show links at the bottom. Yeah, I'll put the ad so you don't think I'm just making it up. <laughs> so um, they were using Hitler to advertise things in the midst of World War II, or right before World War II, whatever. But, you know, the height of Hitler and Hitlerian evil. Put on your seatbelt, Nazi. Yeah. So uh, um, if you have Hitler LLC and you want to sell me the name. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, marketing. So it's like. Just lie. Yeah. Well, I mean, marketers lie all the time. Yeah. I don't want to lie, but I don't think you want to lie either. But there's something to be said for, you know, there's like perception and reality. And depending on what type of person you are, you're like, well, it's exactly this. And it's like, well, yeah, but people might see it like this. So why don't you present it like that? But so, I mean, it's a whole dude, it's a science and an art, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're just, you're literally trying to trick people into looking at your shit. Yeah. I mean, but it makes the difference from just being unknown to like having something that just, you know, becomes a phenomenon. It's all in just the presentation. Yeah. And I'm sure people listening and you and I can think of a million um, examples of stuff we thought was complete garbage, but got tons of press and was really famous and made lots of money because of some marketing gimmick or presentation and then stuff we thought was fucking awesome and no one knows about because it didn't have that, you know? Right. Proper presentation. Yeah, I just don't like of like a few like a year or so ago i was like there's no way i'm gonna like say stuff like oh i worked so hard on this because i think that shit's lame but now i'm just like i'll say i'll say whatever <laughs> i do go full neck brace yeah <laughs> crutches um fat suit yeah the sumo suit <laughs> oh make videos in a bathtub yeah like where you wash your dishes and you live and that's where you dev. You have your PC next to it. Get a fucking film crew. I just need to launch my game. Yeah, this poor man. Look what he's done for you. Because <laughs> that's just, what the guilt marketing is, right? It's like, kind of, right? Kind of guilting people. Like the whole, I work so hard. and uh. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of this. Don't you dare say anything bad about it. Yeah, I mean, that's how they set it up. I'm going for this thing. So I'm doing a side project. And I, I think I talked about this already a podcast, but I don't remember. Um, I watched one of those GDC videos. I was watching a bunch of them about what you're supposed to do and not do. And then this guy was like, never tell people to buy your game. And I was like, that's it. My motto is buy my game, bitch. Like, I was like, Eureka. So, because I figure if everyone's listening to people like that, then you have to go in the other direction. Right. That's what that guy's trying to do. He's trying to convince you to tell people to not buy it so he can sell all the games. You know, it's like a mosh pit, dude. When everyone's going the, the same way, then you go backwards and you just thrash everybody. You know? Hell yeah. So like... And start see? kicking. Mosh pit marketing. <laughs> just go the other way. What's everybody doing? No, go the other way, dude. You'll just, you know, blindside people. No fall into the drum set. And then you'll high five your bros. Give him a fucking kick in the chest. Yeah. Um, how do we talk about that, man? This is game dev grid. Oh, it's gritty. This is gritty stuff. Yeah. So um, you're dead inside, shipping your game. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's changed now. Yeah. 
But, you know, people say we're supposed to start thinking about marketing, like, right when we start the game, too. Did you think about anything like that when you started it? Yeah, for sure. I've had the trailer pieced out in my head for a while. I mean, I got the LLC, like, a year ago. Like, I did... I got, like, the vision in my head, like, a, like a while ago. So now I'm kind of just, like, executing on things that I've already thought about for way too long. Yeah, I think the hardest thing about promoting or marketing, especially if people like, you know, you and I or whoever else is doing most of the work themselves, is that we're so deep into it. We know exactly what it is, right? Right. And it's, and it's hard to take your mind out and be like, the normal person doesn't know what it is at all and doesn't give a shit. So how do we relay what we have in our mind to them through our, our name, our art, our trailer? You know, that's can be really difficult. Yeah, and I kind of just took the mindset of like, if I was scrolling through Reddit and I saw this, would I click on it? That's kind of like the mindset I've been doing with everything. Like, would I want to play this game? Would I be interested if I saw this? Would I just instantly buy this when I saw it? Like, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah, and there's a lot to be said about that because it's like when you do that, oh, then you're making the game you want to play. So then you're not betraying yourself. So even if it goes through tough times, like you're like, eh, I like it. You know, this is what I want to do. So right. it's like if you just make some game you thought was going to make money and you don't care about it and it flops, then you're just like. Oh, I'd be pissed. You just feel like a double <laughs> piece of shit. You wouldn't just yeah. be one. You'd be like a pile of shit on top of another pile. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, my game failed, I believed in, so I'm just shit. But, like, if you didn't even believe in it, you know. But I worked so hard. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing, because, you know, in in my mind, I'm just like, dude, no one gives a shit, you know? Like, they don't. I mean, I guess you got to kind of make them, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, no one cares about my game, and they shouldn't. I need to fucking earn it. I need to make them care about it, you know, and how it appeals to them. Like, what am I going to do for them? Right. And that's kind of why I waited until it's all ready to go to even start like really trying hard to talk about it. Because I feel like if you're an unknown and you start releasing videos before anyone cares, like I just, I just don't know what type of audience you get from that. I mean, I guess if you're like really good at artwork, like you can start early and showing that. But like a year ago, my game looked like shit. Like there's no way I would want anybody to see it. Yeah, I mean, normally like a studio or whatever would have someone working on a fork of the project that was just a vertical slice so it looked cool. And then they'd be using that to make screenshots and all that stuff, you know? Meanwhile, yeah. someone else built the actual game. But we can't do that. So that's a really hard thing is to, you're supposed to promote, you're supposed to promote. But it's like, my game's not ready to promote. So what am I supposed to do? Stop the real development and like make shit to look cool on Reddit? But, you know. Yeah, and like ruin any momentum that you could have possibly gained by just waiting until it was ready to be shown. I don't know. That's the way I think about it. That could be wrong for other people. And there's no, I guess, right way to do it. Yeah. I like, again, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I only did film and animation stuff and now I'm, you know, new to games, but it's just like, it just feels like since everything is so connected now and there's so many people with so many followers, like we're all, like two clicks, you know, one post from being like known all over the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay, you could post for five years and build up an audience, or you can just, you know, post on a Friday and by Monday you're on the front page, all these websites, and you know? 
Right. And you increase your odds, in my opinion, by just having everything ready to go. So when they go look for my shit, it's like, oh, I can buy this now. This is a badass trailer. It's got these screenshots. Like, I can literally play this immediately. Because I see so much shit on, like, Reddit, and it's, like, these unfinished games. And I'm like, why Why would you show this? Like, what, what were you going to gain from doing this? And, I mean, it's like I, I can sympathize with them because, like, I'm in the same boat. So I'm just like, what were you thinking when you put this out there? Why well, didn't you wait? You have something. Are they, or are they just doing what they're told by like GDC talks and stuff like that? I don't know, dude. Like, I, I have no idea. Cause like, you know, you have to be honest with yourself. Do I just want attention? Is it just, I want attention and I want people to give me props. That's and, what I think it is. You know, cause it's like, all right, cool. You know, you want attention. Like that's a different thing from creating a product that you're eventually going to sell. It's like, it doesn't really have to do with your attention. Like you need to make a product. So it's like, you're not getting their money. You're just getting attention. Uh, yeah, and it's like exactly what does that translate to is that translating into people following you like they don't even have a means to follow you yeah because the thing that makes sense to me it's like hey do all the promotion you want once your stuff is on steam and they can wish list it right. so then it's like the call to action the goal to everything is to get them to wish list your game so then you have this you know people waiting to buy it so it's like oh post on reddit do this and that to get the wish list and then, like, that's what you want. You're not, you don't want attention. You just want wish lists. And as an individual, like, you're not relying on, like, that first little bit of sales. Like, the, the lifespan of this game can go on for years. So I'm not going to be getting most of my money immediately. So there's not a lot of pressure to have a big, like, launch day. If that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's kind of a dead thing because, you know, launch days and all that stuff came from retail. It's like in music and movies and everything else, like, oh, you had to have your film finished by this day because DVDs are only released like four times a year. And, you know, there was a bunch of stuff being pushed by retail windows. But it's yeah. like when it's digital, you know, there's games released every day. There's no windows. It's just like, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, you don't need like, it's my, I think what shapes a lot of, um, probably ind independent game developers is like that ga that movie um indie game the movie mm -hmm. because it was like these dudes they had launch day because they were hooked up with microsoft and they were going to put their game on the front page of the store which no one else can do like we can't do that right um, so unless you have some exclusive thing like that like yeah what there's really no reason to have some you know big launch thing or whatever yeah i guess if i had a like a 10 person camera crew in the room with me i would be very pressured to have a good launch. <laughs> yeah i just mean you know there's stuff like that that like shapes generations of people in certain places so if a bunch of people saw that movie and they're like i want to be an independent game developer this is what it's like i have to be some douchebag programmer and bitch about everything and be totally <laughs> entitled and be a little bastard and then never do anything else after that but um why isn't it on the fucking store? Ah, they said five minutes. Ah, <laughs> ah. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up, man. So, <laughs> dudes need to go through windows. Um, defenestration is what it's called. But um, that probably because um, I saw the same thing happen in film. There were some documentaries on film, and then everyone was trying to act like these filmmakers they saw in this film documentary. And it's like, okay, man, but. You just got to go your own way. Yeah, and you even see, like, the 
the YouTube game dev people who are doing it and they'll be like setting up their desk all night. They'll be skateboarding and shit. And just like, they're not actually getting in there with the grit. Well, dude, because their thing is different. Their thing is getting YouTube views. Like right. their gig is being a quote YouTuber and doing everything in the tails there. The game is just an accessory. It's just an excuse to be this game developer. I mean, this YouTuber of a different genre. Like I'm an indie game dev YouTuber, and it's like it's not about the game; it's about the YouTube. Right? It's like, dude, you you just fixed your hair. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you... yeah, or like I'm shipping. I'm working on an indie game, and it's like a fucking ball rolling through yeah. a mate, or just some dumb shit. And it's like, <laughs> dude, come on, man, you're just being a YouTube person. You're doing that for money and attention. The game shit you suck at, like this is terrible. Just, but it's their shtick, and it gives people like a bad impression. They think it's just this glitzy thing it's like it's so time consuming and just frustrating and you just banging your head on a keyboard yeah and if you don't know any better then you could be like me right now i'm working on my thing and be like ah oh, should i be producing high-end youtube videos documenting everything i'm doing how am i supposed to do that and it's like nah work on your game like yeah. no one's gonna give a shit about these youtube game developers in even five years no one's gonna care but if you make a good game or thing, it'll live for fucking 15, 20 years, you know? So Yeah. It's all temporal, dude. These people are all temporary. But, you know, they're just screaming the loudest. Ah, look at me. Ah. But, you know, you got to ignore that. Yeah. Because some, I know we talked about that dude in the past. I don't think the dude who made the Five Nights at Freddy games is, like, on YouTube all the time, like, in his room and, like, doing all this fancy shit. I don't think I've ever seen that guy. Yeah, I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, so see, he just made these games that got super popular and made millions and millions of dollars. He's not on YouTube. Yeah, dude, the Target sells like Five Nights at Freddy's shirts. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's like, hey, look at that guy. He's not on YouTube. He's not, hey, like and fave, guys. No, he just made his games. He just put them out there and people liked them. Yeah. So you got you to gotta, like, you got to know your role. Like, what am I? What am I going to do and kind of not get twisted with all that YouTube, social media shit? And, yeah, those YouTube game people, are, it's just like being a YouTube vegan, YouTube bodybuilder, YouTube <laughs> dancer, YouTube singer. It's like all those things are secondary to the YouTube. Without the YouTube, those people wouldn't exist. Smash that like button if you want to see me oh. debug this game. Oh, smash. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, hit that thumbs up. Like and fame, guys. You're my friends. You're my brothers. I love you. Yeah. Thanks being a part of my family who do the yeah. corporate thing. Yeah. You, I waste your time for my money, and you don't get anything out of it except wasting your life. Thanks, brothers. You, you damn sure ain't getting the game. <laughs> You'll get my rollerball game. <laughs> yeah, that's another new thing. You know, like, I kind of saw that too. Like, game developers, like, worshipping YouTube people. Like, we need them. Oh, Koopley P played my game. Oh, my God. Ugh. You know, and it's like, I don't know if that's right either. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have the most influence. If you get your game streamed by one of those guys, <clears throat> that's easy money. Dude, though, I knew a guy way back when. I don't talk to him anymore. But he was, like, hooked up with some super important indie game people. 
and a guy he worked with got his get got PewDiePie to play his game like in a video, and he said it didn't impact sales at all. Oh, really? Yeah. And then it was just like I was like, huh. So when people watch those guys play games, they don't give a shit about the game. They're just watching the guy. The game is just a subject of the video. Hmm. I guess it depends on the game too. If they're doing like a story game, like you've already seen the story. Yeah. Or are you watching? I mean, are you 10 years old? You don't have any money anyway. Like, are you just, you know, you're watching this guy cause you think he's cool or funny. And like the game is just a subject. That's what I think. But not um, claiming to be right. It's my opinion, man. Interesting. Cause it's like, you can get eyeballs, but I mean, the eyeballs don't imagine, don't automatically mean sales. Right. You want the quality eyeballs. Yeah. Or, you know, so it's like the guys who review PCs or whatever, it's like, are people really interested in buying the PC parts or they just want to see this guy scream and cry like a baby and have a meltdown because it's funny or quite entertaining over some, you know, graphics card. I like the graphics card reviews. Yeah, see, I, I'm the autistic-minded dude. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for graphics card. I don't care what this guy's doing or what his family does or who he is. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, I don't need YouTube cool friends. I'm going to put your ass on 1.5 speed. I want Give me the knowledge. Oh, dude, three times speed. <laughs> like your fucking Johnny Five. Just- <laughs> dude, I, I, watch, I watch fucking presentations at 3X. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Get to the shit. Let's hear it. All right. All right. But then while I'm developing, I'm also listening to death metal all day and all night. I'm programming. I'm like, ah. I got the shit at Whole Foods called Brain Juice. I was drinking that, dude. Where'd you get it in the alley? No, man. It's like fucking, <laughs> it's like synergistic, you know, boosting something, something. It had a brain on it and everything. <laughs> Actually, I bought like six different things. Like Brain Juice and this and that, you know? Yeah. Oh. So what you got to do. You're not on Brain Juice, dude? Dude, you got to get on brain juice. Everyone listening. Oh, I get it. Everyone listening should get on brain juice or something hit, like it. Hit my affiliate link. <laughs> Smash that affiliate link button. Get that brain. Like in like uh, one of the past guests on the show is like, hey, you should put these videos on YouTube, these podcasts. A lot of people would listen. I was like, oh, you're probably right. Never did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brain juice. If only I had the brain juice then, then I could have put the videos on. What do you and, and everyone else, I wonder what they think about like with the internet, you can find every, you know, every person who does anything pretty much, you can find their Instagram, their fucking YouTube, their, you know, everything about them at all times or live streaming everything. It's like, when do people push back the other way and then like people that don't have anything out there at all and want to like seek it out? The mystery men? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, I don't want people to know I made the game by myself. Like everything I put out there has been under my company name. Like, I don't want to be famous. Like, I don't want anyone to know what my name is. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of been dispelled. If you look at a lot of the stuff, it's like, dude, you don't want to be famous. You just want to be rich. Right. (laughs) Cause then you get all the good parts of being famous, but you don't get the bad parts. Yeah. I don't want fans. Yeah, like the Five Nights at Freddy guys, right? He's rich, but he, I mean, he is famous, but he's not all like 
you know, out there. Yeah. But we're also like crypto guys, so we want to like hide everything. It's like I don't want them to know fucking anything. What's about crypto? It. I allegedly don't even know what that is. I don't <laughs> What's this man hey. talking about? I don't even know this man. Where am I? Who are you? Get out of my house. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I don't know. I feel like if I was just getting into it, you know, to this, it would be really confusing. I know I know everything's fucking confusing, but it's like I need to make this game and do all these, you know, 20 different things. And I need to be live streaming every day about what I'm doing and producing high end videos about it. And like, dude, you'd have to be on brain juice fucking 24 <laughs> seven. This is just one big fucking brain juice ad. Oh, but you know what? Like, you know, a lot of people are on like legal meth, you know, like, um, Oh, crack. No, not crack. Uh, what are, what is all that shit called? It's Adderall. Like, yeah. Adderall. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. There's like the, what do they call it? Silicon Valley speed. Um, yeah. That there's brain juice. There's uh, dude, <laughs> brain juice is holistic and organic. It's in a different class, you know, planetary, good for the planet environment, all its own. Don't fucking try to lump it in with all that stuff, man. Yeah. Well, what's the bottle made of? Hemp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now what? <laughs> all right. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's what you have to do, dude. You got to get on meth or legal meth. <laughs> and then you can code and do art and, like, make YouTube videos and, like, try to be a real human and do human stuff, too. I don't know yeah, how I else mean, you could do it. I mean, all that shit changes so quickly. It's like, by the time you get into that, there's probably something else that's the best way to do it. But, like, at the end of the day, just make the game good. And then... Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And the thing is that nobody knows. And when you look, you look at the guys or the people who like write the books on how you're supposed to do things. They don't people, have games. They've never done anything. So it's like yeah. their thing is selling their book about how to do it. Right. They didn't do it. So it's just like, if you can make it up, if it works for you, just do it. If you can see a path to success or to get your thing done, just do it. Like it doesn't have to right. be like anybody else's. Just trust your gut and your instincts and don't, get caught up in all the other shit yeah so um i'm just like hey the game's important like if i have a shit game none of this other stuff matters so just make a good game when i got a good game or whatever and i don't want to lie that's the thing you know when i market it i don't want to have to lie to people right and something i go back to like i imagine i'm talking to like a 10 year old or like a 13 year old version of myself and i'm like marketing it to myself like, mm -hmm. can I be honest? And does it sound cool? No? Okay, what do I need to change? Or yes, then good. Though, if it's like an anime boob-touching game, then I'd have to be like 14. I'd have to be talking yeah. to the 14-year-old version of myself. Just like you'd, you'd get arrested. Well, I would just go tits, and then my 14-year-old <laughs> self would be like, yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're pretty cool. <laughs> will you, will you be have my you dad? boobs? <laughs> Have you touched boobs? Yes. Oh my God. Dude, sweet. <laughs> Someday. But I mean, that's a market right there, dude. The never touch the boob demographic. I think yeah. a, a lot of VR is marketed to the never touch the boob demographic, right? Straight men who have never touched boobs. I mean, dude, on some of those VR subreddits, they just straight up advertise porn. Like they're just cool with it. It's like, it's kind of strange. 
Well, the thing about that, too, it's like, yeah, the never touch the boot, but it's like, fuck, man, isn't there enough porn already? I'm just like, what else do you got to pornify? Like, there's 24-7 HD streaming of every fucking porn fetish you can imagine, porn books, porn fucking websites, porn, and it's like, games, too? Yeah. Dude, how much? Like, what else are they going to pornify, dude? Brain juice? No, never. Like, porn... (laughs) government like porn politics you yeah, man trump banged her so hard yesterday like you're gonna fucking have yeah the president like i mean that was idiocracy right the president was a porn star so trump banged merkel now there's peace <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the live stream <laughs> so um if you're making porn games i don't know because it's just like i guess i saw this one that kind of bothered me because it was like trying to pretend to be a game but it was just obviously fucking porn yeah, and I was like, dude, just be honest, man. You're making porn, okay? Don't try to be like, I'm a game. I'm making this. Game. It's about the combat. It's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. That's that Unity asset that you know you just threw the asset in there and then put porn. It's like, come on. That's that's the that's where you get the money. What? Just sell out. Just make a porn game. Yeah, but then, dude, just imagine this. Imagine all the hours we spend alone working on our games, <laughs> right? And you're doing that, and I'm like, ah, oh, the vagina is crooked right here. I need to have this. Ah, oh, why isn't the rigid? Like, just imagine you're doing that, making porn games. You're committing suicide, dude. Yeah. You're for sure. Like, this, this dick physics just fucking crashed my computer again. Yeah, fuck, my fucking dick physics. And then you're complaining to the asset dudes like, I'm using this for semi-flaccid penises. You advertise it for flaccid and hard penises. And it's rock hard. Yeah, and then you're like leaving reviews on their assets. Like, they said this worked with penetration. (laughs) It only works with groping. You know, like. They're colliding against each other like a pair of blue jeans. Yeah, the semen physics, this it doesn't work at all. It doesn't at all look like how I imagined myself in a pornography movie so you got to think about that like if you're just on cocaine and you like make it in a weekend you know maybe but if you're spending weeks and months making like a porn game and you're well we should say though dude i've looked at patreon and shit like that the people making fucking porn games are getting like 10 grand a month that's what i'm saying so i guess they're like laughing it up you know they're all i'm rich bitch I don't know. I couldn't do it. No way. Because we're trying to make art. We're not trying to make like cash grabs. Yeah. Well, you know, if we can do both, we can make art, make a living from it. Yeah. Uh, I'm making some artist, hella artistic shit right now. It's called nightmare puppeteer. It's a, it's a, I don't even know what it is, but you make strange animations and movies inside of it. It's totally artistic. You become an artist inside of it. Inside the nightmare. Yeah. Something. But, I mean, uh, yeah. But these, are just, these are just my opinions as an opinionated man, game developer. But <laughs> I find, uh, yeah, I don't see many opinions out there from uh, <laughs> game dev people other than just bitching about shit. But, huh. I don't know. I think I think about that thing. Like, you still got to talk to your mom, you know, if she's alive or whatever, like kids. And it's like, I couldn't make shit that I couldn't talk, tell my mom about without, like, being on cocaine. Never done cocaine. I just imagine it helps you, like, gloss over shit. 
you know? Yeah. If you're like, if you're like all coked out, you're all, yeah, I make fucking <laughs> porn games. So what, bitch? Yeah. You know? But, you want a car? Yeah. Do you fucking accept it? <laughs> if I can accept it, if I get you a car, huh? <laughs> Cocksucker. <laughs> and the king of the world. Fucking VR, put it on. You got it on backwards. Ah, fix that. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It's not even in VR. Ah, dumb bastards. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just made a game called like something VR and it's not even VR. <laughs> dude, the VR's in your mind, dude. <laughs> it's like requires DMT, requires ayahuasca. <laughs> in binaural audio. Oh, yeah, it, it would work if you did the ayahuasca. Did you do the ayahuasca? No. Oh, dude, you're just an R then. You don't get the V at all, dude. <laughs> you fucking R. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, it's tough, but imagine if you, you were, like, having bugs with, like, your dick physics right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Flying around like a fucking helicopter. Yeah. And, you know, you're a straight dude. So then it's like, you know, fucking dick physics. Like, <laughs> you'd be doing it. You'd be like, fuck, no homo. Uh, no what, homo. Do I, what am I doing? Yeah. So anybody out there, don't make porn games. You can't be much more creative. There's so many ideas to do that aren't porn games. And there's enough fucking porn. God. Yeah. It's like, yeah, d- evoke something else it's so easy to fucking create shit to evoke boners it's like come on man especially to the never touch the boob crowd it's like you fucking show them like you know a strangely shaped mountain and they'll be like so show them oranges so it's (laughs) it's not hard like go for something different you know you'll feel better at the end of the day right yeah so i have a, a a talking gun who's a woman in my game and i was trying to get someone to draw my characters for a logo and one of the dudes was like can i change some of the physics on the the woman you say she's a woman i was like what do you mean they're like well maybe she could have some boobs and i was like no you can't give boobs to my gun (laughs) were they just having a hard time feminizing her or something yeah they're just like well she needs she needs boobs i'm like no no she doesn't (laughs) where do the bullets go (laughs) dude she could be a tommy gun yeah, this guy was having a really hard time understanding. That was on. So yeah, why don't you talk about that? You were so you're getting people on Fiverr. Is that where you're getting your art done? Yeah, I've used Fiverr a lot. Like I, the original logo I made, I got from Fiverr, and now I've got someone working on that. Like I had someone make a website on Fiverr because I just hate dealing with that stuff. Oh I had man! Someone make, I had someone make a song on Fiverr. Turned out yeah. really well for the game. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, we didn't even think about I didn't think about that, but you need a website, you need a mailing list. What are you doing for all that? Uh yeah, I had them make the website with the mailing list. What did you well, use? Uh MailChimp is for the mailing list. Like that's oh, the okay. most popular one. So they'll give their email and then you can send out emails to that list. Um and it costs like it's free up until like two thousand people. So after two thousand people you'll have to get pay more. Ash was kind of talking about it too. Ask yes, Ash Blue. Ash Blue. Um, BS just got like a contact form. It's got a way to get to the Steam store, the Oculus store. It's got like a little bio about the game. It's got the trailer there on the front. Does um, 
when you have the Steam wish list, can you email them or message them or no? They're just notified when it's up, when it's for sale. Whenever it's for sale, it's notified. Like they'll get an email that's like, hey, this game that you're excited about is released or like, hey, this went on sale in this. I see. So you still need the email list to communicate them with stuff outside of my game is on sale or whatever. Right. So that would be separate from Steam. Okay. Because, yeah, I haven't done any of that stuff yet. I'm just, I hate doing that stuff too. Yeah, it's awful. But making an email list, I can get get down with. I, I can't really do doing like a Twitter or like a Instagram. Because that's a job too, you know? That's yeah, I guess that's what sure. we're saying. It's like these are jobs. And it's like you're trying to do like, you know, if you're making a game by yourself, you're already doing like four or five jobs. And then to be your marketing person, you're doing six jobs. Yeah. But luckily, shit like Fiverr exists, man. Like that's that's been so helpful. Just like offsetting just even a little bit of it to somebody else. Yeah, there's specialization, right? Just Yeah, because they can crank out like a, a logo that would take me like a few days and it'd probably look shitty. So I can just pay them like fifty bucks to do it. Looks great. Here's an idea for for you and and everybody else, whatever. Um, have you seen any of that synthetic voice stuff? Uh, what do you mean? I don't, I don't know. What you... Okay, so there's like this. These guys are using some, um, I think it's some machine learning algorithm, but it's where um, you can have any famous people with their real voices read anything you want. Oh yeah, and it'll match their lips. You just so this one I'm talking about is just the voice. So they're doing stuff like. Like John F. Kennedy reads the Navy SEAL copy pasta. Yeah, I saw someone do that with Jay Z. They read that same copy pasta, but they put a beat over it. it was yeah, so then, like, could we make trailers with like famous people promoting our game? Shit, I don't know. Right? Could we make, I mean, we could. Yeah, there's nothing. Do they have, is their voice copyrighted? Like, no, they can't protect their voice. I think they've started doing that with like actors too. They'll scan them in and they can just use their likeness whenever they want. Yeah, I see that coming in film production. I have a friend who's into virtual productions, a new thing, and I was arguing that. I was like, hey man, why are they going to use physical actors anymore? They'll just scan them and then pay them for their likeness. You know? Well, how are we going to get our dick sucked? <laughs> well, you will in <laughs> VR. Here's your headset. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm just like, I think that's the kind of like crazy thinking. It's like, who could you get? Like, who's some famous person from the past or whatever who you could get to like comment on your game? Like, you can make some fake trailer with some like, who? Like John Wayne? Yeah, that'd be tight. Yeah, dude, you should do a John Wayne trailer. Listen here, Pilgrim. Or a Clint Eastwood, like Spaghetti Western era trailer. Hey, you better buy this game, cocksucker. Yeah, like have their, you know, his real voice. I don't know how that works. I don't know, like, what. I want as few legal avenues for people to fuck with me as possible. Well, you know, a little video here or there. You know, the worst thing you get at first is just a cease and desist, but you just take it down and it's gone. But then you have 8,000 mirrors that people use to promote it, like, you know, underground, and then it still works. But. That's, I've never thought of doing that. That would be hilarious. Yeah, just stuff like that. Like, you know, like think about 
um, how I don't even know what movie it was from, but you know the like Hitler learns about meme, where it's like Hitler learned Half Life Three was canceled or whatever, and they showed like that film and they redid the subtitles. Mm. Oh yeah, you know, where he's like talking to the officers. Yeah, and they made it about anything. So it's like, I mean, there's so much stuff that we can do like that to promote our games and our stuff, especially now in like the deep fake era where you can use people's faces and voices and all that shit. I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff in there to, to pursue. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you've seen like these people do not exist. You ever seen that? Uh-uh. So it's a website that's using a something adversarial network, but it's pretty much you load this webpage, it loads a new person, but they're not a real person. They don't exist. It's a fucking neural network or some deep learning thing creating them out of nothing. So then you could, and I, I have been after my friend Spooker guy showed me, it's like, dude, use their faces for textures because they don't exist. No, but there's more and more stuff popping up like that. Like I just saw this thing this week where it was, uh, an AI that produced new jazz music. It produced all this music, like Frank Sinatra music with lyrics and everything, but it's not Frank Sinatra. It's like new, but it sounds exactly like it. Trippy. So There's an asset um, that does that. It's called Mellow, Melodyne, Melodrive, but you can make it react to like the gameplay. So like if it's getting more intense, it'll start playing more intense music. And if there's like less enemies around, it'll play chill music. And it's like all AI driven. Okay, so it has like pre-made or pieces of electronic music it's putting together. I think it has like pre-made like instruments that it's then composing a song. Yeah, I think big studios have been doing that with like FMOD. I think I read some stuff about some engine where they really like, yeah, the like emotion engines for their music, so it automatically like plays stuff. That's crazy. But so that's like taking different pieces. So the way they do that, they'll have like a bass layer, you know. A, trumpet layer or whatever and they're just combining them in different ways the shit that i'm talking about this new it's synthesizing entirely different music from nothing from a data set of you know all the shit they fed in but the user just goes create new song in this genre and then it spits it out damn so you could someone could go you can make a frank sinatra song about your trailer by your game or something you know put it on the trailer and be like, what the fuck is this so buy my fucking game <laughs> da, da. <laughs> So, I mean, that's what I'm going to be exploring the next couple of years of my projects and stuff. And I think there's some cool shit that we can do in there. How long before these fucking AIs just make games? Well, well they can make games, but um, I mean, dude, no, you know what? Well, here's the thing. Like, if you look at these people who do not exist, it's just looking at images. It's just an image is data. It's just grabbing the and you know the, the the data in an image is really simple. It's just a fucking histogram. It's just values from zero to one or whatever, blah 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 per pixel. But I mean, a game where it's like code that can do I don't know. I think that's a that's a long way off. Yeah, you would need a general AI which doesn't exist yet. So they have you know the AI now is just like super hyper specialized autistic people. It only <laughs> knows how to do one thing. It can't put different things together. That's the general AI. Like, take this image and put music to it and do this. Like, it can't do that. It's just, like, very specialized. So, yeah, that would be a general AI to, like, look. Because then it would be, like, show it videos of these games and it'd be able to create games. No way. So, 
So you, you've got job security. <laughs> Whew. I was scared. Yeah. But that's also my argument for making weird shit. Because the easiest stuff to reproduce is normal shit. Like anything that follows a template. Like right. anything that is stereotyped or has a template. Like, yeah, AI will be able to do it. Or someone, like that's what I'm doing my current Nightmare Puppeteer. I'm making templates for film scenes or videos. Like you lay the template down and then you let the AI and people work within it. But um, to make weird shit. But yeah, if you're doing anything normal, it's like... Uh, yeah, AI will be able to do that. So do crazy stuff. Be Better cool, job man. Yeah, so all right. So how how much time you think? Um well a couple weeks? When are you gonna you said in six days, but when are you gonna do it? When are you gonna make it for sale? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a few more full playthroughs on both headsets and kind of see where that goes. I'm still trying to get it on the Oculus store. So I'd say probably like a week two weeks um yeah and the name of your game is member the alamo right Mem- member the alamo baby and it's on the steam store you can wish list it should they what should they do with the wish list button click it smash it i don't care <laughs> give me your email and your money no you do care friend Brother, I don't even care sister. if you close your eyeballs while you play. Just give me your fucking money. Hey, there's a, there's a, there's an angle. <laughs> I just need money, lots of money. I need the money. I'm dead inside. Or you could do a crypto scam. You'd be like, pay ten dollars for my game, and I'll send you two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Alamo coin. My name is Bratoshi Nakanimo, and all. Yeah. Oh, Alamo coin, dude. When are you gonna ICO? When's your ICO? Oh, dude, it already happened. Oh. The price is through the roof. But I, 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 I get you a few for the All right price. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first, people. Um, the launching of Alamo Coin, and it's going to be bigger than BitConnect, I heard. Yeah, based entirely out of China. Yeah, if you don't know what that is. I mean, I think PewDiePie actually did a thing on BitConnect, so I think most people know what BitConnect is. It was one of the greatest crypto scams of the last 10 years. This is really funny. And we're going to do a better one. Yeah, somehow. Um, to market the games. So, so uh, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I made this coin, but no one wants it. So, oh, hey, there's another scheme. You could like embed like QR codes for free Bitcoin in your game. Or you could just say they're in there. Or just fuck it and install like a miner. Just like put a GPU miner in the game. Be like, why isn't your game so slow? It's not my game, dude. It's your computer. <laughs> you better send a hundred fucking coins to this wallet. Otherwise, your computer's trashed. It's done. I mean, yeah, there's a scam you can run. Like, <laughs> like you could be like, I, I just know who the person is because I see him on my YouTube thing on and there's some Mr. Beast put 1,000 bitcoins in this VR game. You know? So Smash that like button if you yeah. want to see that code. So if you didn't know, I know personally um, in Member of the Alamo, there's actually 1 million bitcoins hidden <laughs> in the game. Um, you just need to have your phone out and scan the screen the whole time. And I think what the first thousand bitcoins is unlocked after playing the game for ten thousand hours. 
you have to hit towards your uh, nuts area in order to <laughs> unlock it. <laughs> Dude, you should totally make a video doing that. I just want the coins. <laughs> Mama needs it. You will unlock 100 bitcoins. Okay. So do a, do a punching action <laughs> towards your low, lower crotchal region. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, you know, you do it over the top. It would be fucking funny. It's not funny to mess around with people and be like, I'll give you money, especially when they don't have any. That's fucked. Like those scammers do. But, you know, if you did it totally over the top like that. No, there's nothing funny about it. I take my scams very seriously. You could like shoot your balls off or something too. Like you could have something. Can you do that in the game? Can you shoot your balls off? Uh, you're a ghost. Uh, I guess ghost, ghost balls. Ghost balls. They. Oh, you got to add an Easter egg after ten thousand hours. Your balls appear, and then you have to shoot them. And then the thousand bitcoins come out. Achievement unlocked. And rain down on you. So when your game ends and in Steam, it's just like, ting, 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 ting. I mean, I guess it could just be achievement bitcoins, right? You are a winner. You won one million bitcoins. Oh, and it's just the, the, it's just the achievement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, technically, you will win a million bitcoins in this game. Like, you do. <laughs> See? Oh, man, it's too bad I'm not a scammer. I mean, or it's good <laughs> that I'm not a scammer, I should say. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Um, I'm really not, though. I'm not a scammer. I'm, I'm too, you know, into making stuff that no one knows exists. So I don't have time to scam, man. But just remember, um, everybody, when you ride alone, you ride with Hitler. Remember that. Oh, and it was a no, no, I'm wrong. I'm looking at the ad. It wasn't about seatbelts. It was join a car sharing club today. They were trying to get carpooling. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, everybody. Anyone who's a neo-Nazi who was listening before and wanted to correct me, sorry. You, <laughs> you misquoted my favorite ad. <laughs> Wait, no. Would you be, would you be a neo-Nazi if you? No, I guess not. Anyway, I just I just wanted to say that because you know people say that all the time. Gotta say that at least once. Nazi. You know, what are you? What are you, a steam Nazi? <laughs> what are you, a VR? Is there Nazis in VR yet? Um, I don't think so. They didn't make a, what's that game with the Nazis? The, the World War II game? I mean, there is whenever I put a headset on, but other than that, no. <laughs> <laughs> what's that game? Oh, Wolfenstein. Yeah. Right? Yeah, with the, they fight Nazis. Yeah, and didn't it have Tesla in it too? I thought it had Tesla. I thought they, or they had like Tesla weapons or something. I don't remember that. I think I've only played like the OG one. Yeah, I played one like eight years ago. Like I would get a craving where I'd just play some FPS and put it in God mode and kill a bunch of people and be like, okay, I'm not going to do it in real life now. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm a, you know, I'm much, you know, I'm a much more peaceful man. I don't need to play FPSs anymore. So, all right. Well, good luck on the rest of the release. And Thank we'll, you. Have, we'll have to have you back on after what? The game's been out for like a couple months. Yep. And then you can let us know uh, like what happens. I mean, I'm interested, especially because I'm going to follow your path on the Steam release. So, you know, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm like, what's Steam API like? What do you got to do? 
So, um, yeah, we'll check in with you again a couple months after the game's out. And hope it goes awesome, man. So, everybody go check out Member the Alamo on the Steam store. Yeah, yeah. And uh, until next time, thanks for being on again. And we'll have you on again. And anybody else who wants to come on and talk about game stuff, just um, contact me on the Discord for this thing, and we'll do it. So thank you again for being on. Thanks for having me. All right.